0: Bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show.
1: Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Come and get
0: it. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Okay, we can
2: do this live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, home of the Modern Eater Show oh man greg Hollenbach, jay parker brian freeman and little rich hanging out tonight we've got a great live audience i got the mic on can we hear you guys out here right now anybody <laughs> uh, with us yes <laughs> it's nice. gonna be one of those nights tonight what a show we've got packed, pack, pack. yeah it's little packed. it is packed it is packed uh little rich brian freeman jay parker here we go guys Um, What do you think? Let's just say what we're going to have on the show tonight. And uh, we'll start from the next hour this time. Zach Christopherson from Chain Reaction Brewing Company. Uh, Zach's a friend of the show, and he's going to be on for Booze in the News, all the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show. Uh, Chris Meese. High altitude hops. Here's a guy. You talk about hyper local. I know. Let's, let's see for Chris over there. He's got, he's got his own little fan it's a section. Cool kids right kids table over there. Yes, it is. That's right. And he just got back from a uh, road trip, which we love folks that tour around Colorado. And we'll have a lot to talk uh, to Chris Meese about. Nikki Ols. Nikki Olst, Olst comes home. Here she is. Uh, Nicole o- Ols from Epicurean Group and as you know she was a co-host here on the modern eater show about a year ago and nikki got busy again with her uh, duties as stadium chef for epicurean group so selfen you know
3: your mom. She your mom
2: yeah the chili. they're they're cooking chili right now which leads us in rich that was a great segue because talking about chili tomorrow at joy wine and spirits on sixth avenue there's a great chili cook-off that they do every year i think it's their eighth annual Holy cow. and carolyn joy Fontenau. Is going to be coming on the show from Joy Wine and Spirits and Carolyn Joy. She's a great gal. She's going to bring some Colorado one-offs. I don't know if it's going to be wine. I asked her bring some Colorado wine. Could be spirits. It could be beer. But uh, looking
3: forward to talking to Carolyn Joy. Nice, all hyper local. Yeah. Well, that
0: I mean that do? that place, Joy's Wines and Spirits. How many years? I how think 40. Years? I don't I don't yeah. want to step on it. We'll
2: talk to her about it. But it's a it's a family oh. owned and operated. Everything that fits in. Our hyper local theme so looking forward to that here it is uh chef lorena ready i, I think i got it <laughs> where's Lore- her Sh- cantaravishi L- lorena lorena cantaravishi i think i've got that right so chef uh, M- maria empanada fame you say that maria empanada fame and it's true because uh lorena is doing a great job she's been on some nationally televised shows i think it. a uh,
3: Uh, Guy Ferreri. Yes. Yes, she was. Knocked it out of the park, too. And her food is way beyond the hype. Hype is one thing. People are famous. She's got a great product to back it up. Do
2: you know what an empanada is? If not, you're going to find out all about it. as uh, In the kitchen segment with uh, Lorena is going to be fantastic. I can't wait to taste these empanadas.
3: Uh, Joel Thompson from Ardent Mills. A good buddy of mine. He's the corporate chef for Ardent Mills. Arden Mills, North America's largest flour miller, headquartered here in Colorado. Wait till he tells you all that they do for Colorado farmers. They make a positive difference.
0: Yeah, they're doing some great things in the heritage grain yep. world as well. Yep. Um, I work with a little little group out of Boulder, the Noble Grain Alliance. Yep. That um, they have been helping out as well and doing just doing some great things to incorporate the the original grains, the heirloom yeah. the heritage grains, back yeah. into
3: the system. They walk the
0: walk. This next one, Greg. Well, this one, this next one's exciting. Kind of, well, exciting
2: and distracting and a little dangerous. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but uh, Jay Parker, when uh, we're down at a uh, entrepreneurial class. Where, where's that class again? Is downtown and it's for the chamber, right? Denver Small Business Development Center. Right. right And this uh, young lady, Bridget Malloy, with Bridget Botanicals, talked about the success of her business and the changing as you need to pivot throughout. Uh, the climate of your business. And as I look at her pouring us, I don't know if it's a margarita or a daiquiri or, or what we're looking Ooh. at, but we're going to catch up with her at 6.15. The thing that's so dangerous is that a half a bottle of vodka has already, is that gin? <laughs> it's that's gin. 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 It's gin, but that's even oh, that's a little better. more crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's better. Yeah,
1: but, but,
2: Yeah. give Brian two. Yes. <laughs> he, he needs that. So that'll be happening in the 6.15. You guys, here it is. Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We've settled in for about a month and a half now, right? Yep. yep. Every week it gets a little different, gets a little better, uh, but one thing is for sure, the quality of the hyper-local
3: folks that come through here, um, it means so much to us. Yes, and and the outreach. Let's talk about Elon Wenzel, what he dropped off today.
2: I, it brings it actually tears me up and makes yeah. me rethink who I am yeah. as a human being yeah because Elon Wenzel dropped off a, um, a it's a San Pasqueni, I believe it is a, a, a monk and his mother it doesn't do it justice we need to get it on film yeah this, yeah. this doll I'll work on that during the show yeah it's a
3: beautiful doll that his mother uh, curated for us but it was to bless the modern eater of the studio the kitchen, the kitchen. That's
2: yes. awesome. yeah I didn't know whether it was a voodoo doll and a cursing or if it was a blessing or what it is.
0: uh, Well, remember, many uh, blessings are curses in disguise. Uh,
2: (laughs) So a little bit of housekeeping as we are here at Studio Kitchen Colorado. We'd really encourage you, if you're in the shot of our voice, to like Studio Kitchen Colorado on Facebook. All you have to do is search out Studio Kitchen Colorado. You'll see that on Facebook. Obviously, like the Modern Eater page. We are live on Facebook right now. And uh, Jay, we're up and running. The streaming's going great. Can you did you see the, the
0: stress in my yeah. face uh, with uh, trying uh, to uh, make
2: sure that everything's running?
0: Well, but he's to, on pens and needles, to, folks. To my knowledge,
2: <laughs> and I have to check as soon as we go to break. But everything looks like it's uh, it's doing what it should do. And uh, momentarily, you'll be seeing the empanadas and the chili making, and then and, and uh, you're already <laughs> seeing a little bit of the Bridget's Botanicals getting going for 6:15. Good I'm looking oh. forward. to the, I know my mom's in the kitchen. She's just BSing with the chef. She's helping out. She's the sous chef tonight. Nice. So she's got nice. my Denver Broncos. Go Broncos, mom. Denver Broncos apron on.
0: <laughs> Chili's coming up. She's got... <laughs> hey, Greg, right. let me let me jump in and one, say one thing, because you said about having our new studio, and one of the things that we've mm-hmm. been hyper-local. You know, we've been doing this three years. Well, you've been doing it three years. You invited me to the show almost a year ago, as crazy as that is, but... The reality is, is what's so killer about this place that we're in right now is it's got a kitchen, and so for the last two, three shows, I come down here and I start the night cooking something that I know is going to go out to all the people while, yeah. while we're on the show, and that's that. I'll tell you, that is an awesome aspect because we we chefs are able to come in and show us what they do on more than just a hot plate like it used to be in the studio
2: interesting yeah. concept huh i do a <laughs> food show from a kitchen who'd have guessed it? it's fantastic <laughs> have all right check us out live on facebook um we're doing that right now but tonight it's all about empanadas it's about chili it's about community friends family hyper local delicious craft brews can't wait i need to crack open a, a delicious chain reaction beer right now and have some fun all right these guys are all here and much much more we're going to take a break and come back with bridget malloy bridget's botanicals that's up next right here from studio kitchen colorado on the modern eater show on iHeartRadio. radio live from studio kitchen colorado this is a good one we can't wait to share this kitchen with you uh the past few weeks it's just been uh you know industry people family uh Products, people within the service industry, and and we can't thank you enough for embracing it. Check it out live on Facebook, and also thank you for listening to us on 630 KHOW. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and Little Rich Schneider. We're bringing in our guest right now, and Bridget Malloy. Bridget's Botanicals. How are you? Welcome to the show.
1: Great, thank you. Yeah, just
2: have fun. We've got about 10 minutes to just really dig in here. Perfect. And uh, you poured us some libations, but more than that, let's hear about Bridget's Botanicals.
4: Yeah, so... I started about four and a half years ago. It's a company that focuses on plants, healing people and the planet through plants, and um, looking at all these different delicious ingredients and knowing that you can actually turn your health into a delicious lifestyle. And um, so, yeah, I make a lot of different products from cocktail bitters to different teas.
2: What got you into it?
4: Oh, man. Growing up, I had gardens. My grandpa was an herbalist, I like to call him. Mm -hmm. Um, And just studying the science behind it, I really got interested in how do plants actually work within your body. And I've always loved cocktails and food. Big on those. And so figured, you know, how can I incorporate these into ingestion?
0: Where where did you (laughs) grow up?
4: I grew up here in Denver.
0: Here in Denver. Really? Yep. Okay. Denver and Littleton. Now, did your dad have a farm, or was he growing all these different herbs and botanicals around the, well?
4: Kind of. So we actually had three different gardens. One of the gardens was an herb garden, so it was pretty fun because we would always eat the rosemary, the lavender, thyme, different things like that out of it. And, um, yeah, my grandpa had lot of acres in Iowa I don't know how many but he used to plant ginseng and had elderberry wine and made dandelion wine different things like that so definitely kind of in the family and then I realized it actually had a science background which I love science and um, lots of traditions around the world well you have a
0: lot of education Bridget a lot
4: thank you
5: yeah
2: Yeah, and you probably heard Bridget. How does your garden grow? It looks like a lot of stuff that's very holistic for you.
5: Absolutely. Uh,
2: I, you know, I dabble a little bit with that. I know Kristen over here she'd love to see what's going on but you've made some drinks for us yeah and uh, i understand this this might be a libido burst uh booster as well Burster? yes
4: <laughs>
2: Freudian slip. oh dear
4: i know it's
2: already going that way
4: yeah well so um the frolic is the name of the bitters it's wild world bitters frolic and it's You know frolicking around and hanging out having fun but the three different ingredients one of them is damiana and um, that one is really the aphrodisiac it's used traditionally in mexico highly known as one of the best aphrodisiacs there And um, actually I have it right here for those of you viewing this, but it's a really nice floral, (laughs) can smell it, (laughs) down the whole thing.
0: (laughs) Now you're not growing that, you're buying that from someone? I am,
4: yep. So I source all of the ingredients, they're all organic ingredients, all fair trade. Um, They've been quality control tested, make sure that they're clean, they are good quality and, you know, it's nice gonna be like colorful.
0: catnip to Rich. That
2: is
4: awesome oh, I'm right seeing <laughs>
1: that. <laughs> he
0: can't stay away. Yeah, all I'm saying is you're driving home with him tonight, uh, <laughs> Bridget. <laughs> what's your website to where people can
2: get more information?
4: It's www.bridget'sbotanicalworld.com. Yeah,
2: so it, you know there's a variety of things, but you also do bitters as well, right?
4: Absolutely. Yep. So frolic is one of the bitters. You know, we saw them in a large eight and a half ounce size. And everything is actually bitter, you know, but then you also have a use to it. So this one's an aphrodisiac because of the different plants and also related with the stress relaxation. So have lavender and rose to kind of help assist with that to get you in the mood a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, cocktail does that anyways, but this enhances it. And it also is really great for your digestion, too, those bitters.
2: Man, three in one right there. Although, you know, I have to wonder because it doesn't take much for men to get in the mood. (laughs) This might be a little Uh, female-driven. What do you have?
4: We have the pink bottle, you know. It is actually very heavily more on the feminine side. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to... Optimize different drinks so that women can enjoy their whiskeys. It's definitely on the rise, of course. Yeah. Um, that's certainly an angle that I like to take.
3: Yeah, but guys, buy it for
2: your yeah, ladies.
4: Guys love to buy you it. You know? Oh, yeah. I can't think Greg, of
3: much better Christmas I, gift. I tasted a that. little bit of this, and I want you. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> hey, I'm available. <laughs> Are you teasing us with these
2: yeah, drinks, or yeah. what? Here, what do so we get? And grab do you have grab a,
4: grab a cocktail? Do you have cocktail
2: recipes on your website?
4: I do not on the website. They're on the bottles, actually. Um, so my favorite is kind of like a lavender, a Tom Collins, but cheers. the lavender Collins, if you will. Cheers. And um, yeah, mm, cheers. Though... Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Absolutely, Thank this you. is this great. Is super fun having cocktails.
1: <laughs> oh, mm.
4: the microphone is in the way.
0: Well, but I'm really interested because, you know, it's one delicious. of the things is is I learned a long time ago in Italy that you drink an aper, a digestive, an aperitif, yeah. and exactly. that is a bitters,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that we, and the true bitters, and they made them there yeah. much before we have all these, you know, mainstream drinks now, Campari and things like that.
5: Absolutely.
0: But talk yeah, about okay. that, if you would the, the mm-hmm. bitters actually aids it what what does it do how does it get your oh, your juices flowing to what yeah. to do what you need to do
4: so first of all bitters are going to once you ingest them they're actually helping to regulate your pH and your gut and your stomach so hydrochloric acid production usually a lot of people suffer from heartburn different things like that leaky gut leaky gut this won't help too much with leaky gut Mm because that's a tissue issue (laughs) Um, but with (laughs) the uh exactly but with the ph it's actually helping to regulate and balance that and um, it's also helping to diversify the microbiome and that actually is very heavily related to your immune system and to your nervous system so overall, bitters in general are super important for your diet, and we've unfortunately lost quite a bit of that as Americans. And so, bringing it back through bitters, and even taking them, I brought lemonade. It's great to mix in just lemonade. You know, yeah. a little bit of it is great. It's just like, um, just like vanilla extract essentially, but way better. (laughs) I'll stay
2: with a cocktail. And and listen, I mean, if you need, if you're one of those people who needs while you're drinking to say, justify, you know, I'm doing something good for myself, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not a bad thing to have. You're a giver. So As we met you at the... um, entrepreneurial class and you were a speaker, you just engaged us. And we said we we would love to have you down here yes. um, tonight. But then there's also a, another little something that you dabble with. We probably won't get too much. We can tease with this. <laughs> um, but you work with the, uh, I mean, how would you call it gently? Uh, adult toys.
4: Yes, sure. You can call it that. Am yep. I wrong in this? Nope, that's right. Kid yeah. Romance is the name. And actually, that's a whole You know, I've been doing that for 11 or 12 years Mm -hmm. almost, um, and that actually drove me to do a lot of the different formulas here. And also my women's health line heavily is based on the stories that I hear in the bedroom from women, different problems they're experiencing, issues, low libido due to stress or due to just not enough energy so looking at what kinds of different products that Mm. i could formulate and actually give to people because people most likely aren't talking about it um but yeah so the the industry the party industry of pure romance is really empowering and really is that the name of your company so pure romance it's actually it's just like the tupperware party so it's literally um an in-home party company Uh direct sales so it's been really effective. I've done, gosh, I don't know how many parties, but in Lots eight of states, parties. parties and presentations for universities. So
2: ladies, if you're out there, how can mm. ladies contact you for these so, parties?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So it's pureharmonypassions.com is my personal email for that or personal website for that one. But they can just find me on the Bridget's Botanical site. And I love to offer, you know, you, whatever yeah. fits best for them.
2: Do you bring the drinks as well?
4: I, I actually <laughs> love to gift the frolic as a little hostess gift. You know, get that for free Yeah. Again. Where
0: can you get these items? Is it online or are you in retail outlets?
4: So currently it's all e-commerce. Um, I do events here in Denver and um, would love to, you know, start doing more wholesale. I just got that license a little bit ago. Congratulations. In a commercial kitchen, thanks. Yeah. So hopefully distributing the bidders, especially as little gift sets and travel. I think sets. we
2: might have to sell some for you here. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> why? I mean, hyper local and look, and, and not to mention you're the coolest cupid I know. I mean, cupid, oh yes, really cool. Who tells you do? Thank no?
4: You. Who tells you no? Nobody. I didn't
2: think so. It's got to be a short list. So as we uh, end this segment here, why don't you just give kind of. Um, uh, the 30-second, the like, here's why you should contact me. Here are some things oh, yeah. that I can offer you.
4: Definitely. So background and molecular bio merged with that traditional medicine, holistic feel. So, oops, grab that one, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I love to dabble in that, figure out how people work, what their puzzle is, and what herbs will fit them best for their physiology, for their health story, and connect them back to the environment.
2: Wow, you personalize it as well. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Where do you begin with that? I'm about to start another segment with you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> how do you? Yeah. How do you? How do you
2: flesh that out?
4: Oh man. So there's a lot behind it. Looking mm-hmm. at health history, the environment that pe- people live in, what their work life is like, uh, what their diet is like. So really doing an assessment, full assessment of somebody, is the best way to get the optimal formulations and you know make sure that. You're not eating ginger if you're a really hot person, because that'll probably exacerbate a situation sure. for you. Wow. So making sure that the herbs match your, con- it's called a constitution, and um, figuring out what foods also kind of match that as well and can best suit your blood, your diet, your gut microbiome, everything well, like that. We, do you, do you, do you, you look at you people and that. you can
3: tell? I mean, just like like you look at someone and go, <laughs> oh, they yeah. probably need this or they need that. Is it, it?
4: A little bit, there's a lot more to it. Um, so looking at again like the mannerisms that are they a fiery person? are they kind of laid back and quiet mm-hmm. and maybe they need some fiery herbs to help kick them in the butt you know and be like all right. Um, but yeah, there's a lot with skin also but yeah. and so that's a lot of diagnostic. Tools that we can use. Um, we can need to help connect
0: us? her with the fairy godmother. Yeah. All, all I can say is, have you Just, ever met Carly Smith?
4: No. I oh, G- meet, Oh
0: my gosh, gotta meet her.
4: I love that yeah. one. <laughs> uh,
2: this, this is so cool to have met your acquaintance, your friend of the show. Now, anything that we can ever do for you, uh, we're gonna have you back many more times. So we appreciate what you're doing. Uh, give the website again, Bridget.
4: Bridget'sbotanicalworld.com.
0: Bridget'sbotanicalworld.com. Uh, she Bridget does retreats, all kinds of stuff. I we could spend a half an hour or an hour with her. Oh, you, need a, definitely. you need a camp camp. That's
4: insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'd love to keep talking. There's so much to say.
0: Rich, but did we tell you she incorporates her camps with some of her other yeah. programs that she does? So are, are you cool with that, Rich? I'm, I'm sure. in, of course. You know me in
3: camping. <laughs> I, I camp at the right. like the
0: Ritz. <laughs>
4: oh man. Bridget Bring Malloy. All the yeah, please <laughs> do.
2: Thank you for everything tonight.
4: Certainly. Thank you. And I'll be making a couple more cocktails and there's some aphrodisiac tea. It's the sexual vitality tea. So that is ready to go for people here to try out. Tonight.
2: That's right. You want to do a um, a uh, what do they call those? The, the, the beer beer, beer bond. You want to do a beer shoot <laughs> that, that whole thing down. <laughs> <laughs> a little rich. All right. Bridget Malloy, Bridget's Botanical, Bridget's Botanical World, Bridget, Bridget's Botanical World. .com. Got it, yep. right there. Find me
4: on Bridget's Botanicals on Google.
2: I'll bet or you Facebook. she's on Facebook, or too. Instagram, or wherever.
4: Instagram, whatever.
1: <laughs>
2: she's there. She's everywhere. Uh, really cool. Thank you, Bridget, so much. Uh, we'll continue from Studio Kitchen Colorado. Up next, it's uh, a new friend of the show, Joel Thompson from Arden Mills. And Joel Joel's on deck. He's the uh, He's a corporate the chef. Corporate chef. He's the man. For Arden Mills. All right, this will be cool. You'll uh, you probably heard Arden Mills before. I'll bet you you've had their products in your kitchen. Oh,
3: absolutely. Everybody here in Colorado within yep. your shop. All right, um, Lorena,
0: their flour is great. The stuff that they're doing is incredible.
3: Lorena from Maria Empanadas is ramping
2: up right now. We're gonna get some good footage of this. Chef Emma Nemecchek's in the house as well. Our chefs tonight is uh, Lorena I- Cantrovici. Cantrovici. Cantrovici.
3: Cantrovici. Cantrovici. Kentarovich, Lorena C. Yeah. Let we'll me just give her that name. Lorena I want to get it so bad. A rapper name. Nicole
2: Kentarovich. Oyster- C- Epicar- <laughs> Ni- <laughs> That's it. That's it. Say it again. Kentarovich. That's right. Nicole Oles from Epicurean Group and Chef Eminem from Omni Interlocker. Interlocking.
3: Boy. What was back in from, that drink? Back from the... Uh, Competition up in Seattle.
0: Do you see that two layer chocolate cake she's got going down there? Oh, incredible. Oh, this is great.
3: All right, we're going
2: to take a break. Tune in. uh, Look at it live on Facebook. You will really enjoy what you're seeing right here. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenback, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Little Rich, and we're just hanging out in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. You can check out all the madness on Facebook Live right now, as well as we're—I uh, guess—we're learning how to make empanadas. Maria, empanadas in the house, and Lorena is uh, Chef Lorena. I- I'll tell you what—I want to get her name right, but I'll- I'll do- I'm going to dial it in, in the next segment. She's coming up in the uh, 645 segment, In the Kitchen. And she is indeed in the kitchen at Studio Kitchen Colorado. All right, here we go. Joel Thompson on deck right now. He's coming into the Modern Eater Show, and we need to welcome him from Arden Mills. Welcome to the show, Joel.
6: Thank you very
2: much. What's happening, man?
6: Hey, just uh, exploring my way into the <laughs> Denver scene, the culture. Uh, we moved out here back in January. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Started working with Arden Mills at that point. I uh, came from Southern California. L.A. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> a little different out here, a little different pace. Yeah. Uh, the wife and I decided we wanted to move out here five years ago to retire here. Uh, I've got some family and friends here. Uh, we've been traveling here for years. And uh dream fell out of the sky. This job landed in my lap. I'm sitting in the Denver airport, come home from a vacation. And I sit down next to this little small red-headed gal and... I overhear a conversation on the phone. She's talking to someone about a corporate chef position. Uh, when she gets done, being the very shy person that I am, I introduced myself and said, hey, I overheard what you were talking about. What do you do? And she told me what she did and what company she worked for about this really cool at Mills Innovation Center that they have in downtown Denver. I told her what I did, and I said, listen, I'm going to be traveling back to Denver in three weeks. I'd love to come see your place because I'm innately curious And uh, she said, love to have you. So we part ways Tuesday morning. I emailed her back and said, hey, thanks for the conversation. Can't wait to come see your place. She's all, hey, thanks. Really enjoyed it. And by the way, I reposted the corporate chef position. I'd love for you to take a look at my company. And I did. And I fell in love with it. And we moved three months later. A, awesome. had, that had to be Lori Scanlon. Lori Scanlon,
3: yeah. your yeah, buddy. She's awesome.
2: So that, it, Listen, it, that is fate, a love story. It, that is everything wrapped serendipity. in
6: Serendipity. And everything along this trail just kept falling in line. Everything. Was just working out, working out. So it totally happy. like this kitchen. This yeah, well, I'm curious.
0: Kitchen. What's one of your funnest things? Because I work with Arden. This is Brian over at Growers' yeah. Panic. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I'm actually working with... A lot of local farmers who have switched and done some grains. Right. The Noble uh, Grain Alliance. Let's do this before
2: yeah. we get into some stories.
0: Arden Mills. For those that don't
2: know, I've I said the rich beforehand. I'm sure you've had their product in your kitchen. Um, but Pro- Arden. probably
6: if, if you're a professional, you've probably had our products somewhere in your kitchen, whether it's raw flour or it's a dry mix or it's a, a part baked bread or a frozen pizza dough, whatever. Our, our products are probably in there. And I looked this up just a minute ago. We are the largest grain and flour milling company in the world. Holy cow. We do a little bit less than $5 billion a year selling bags of flour.
2: You guys are broke, huh?
6: Well, you know, <laughs> it's a really small market. So, um, but about, uh, let's say a year ago, maybe a little more, they um, they launched a new division of the company called the Annex. And this group is really focusing on um, ancient grains, heirloom grains, pulse grains, all that really cool quinoa and sorghum and amaranth and all this fun stuff that most people have no idea what it is. Uh, But it's a lot better for you um, from a health standpoint than just you know, white fluffy flour. So you guys are buying up crops all over the place. We are really focusing on, we really are trying to focus on uh, USA grown.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, some of our quinoa is still coming out of South America, but we're flipping that crop over to all American grown. Matter of fact, we've, uh, we've worked with three growers that are growing a bulk of our quinoa here in Colorado.
2: Fantastic.
6: Uh, we have a product that we call our white Sonora uh, wheat berry, uh, and that product is being grown locally here. Um, actually in Boulder County. So my position with the company—they hired me. I, I'm a longtime mainstream chef. Um, God, I went to culinary school over 30 years ago uh, when I was 30 years old. Finally grew up, decided what I wanted to do. Uh, the last 14 years in L.A. I was with a company called Cisco Foods, another small company mm-hmm. uh, about 64 billion a year selling food to everybody in the land. As a corporate chef, consulting with our customers, uh, developing recipes, developing menus, uh, constructing uh, kitchen systems and design and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. A lot of fun. Let
2: me ask you this. So as the modern eater, we're very hyper local. We love local. We lo- I, I feel it's an obligation if you're in a community that you, if somebody has a, a product or a service that they provide that you try and do business with them. Absolutely. When you look at businesses like Arden Mills, a big company, what are the strides that they take to try and embrace those communities to be hyper-local to make sure that folks are doing, to, to make sure the, the money is flowing around in a way that's productive to the community?
6: Good question. So we've got 42 milling operations uh, through the US, Canada, Mexico, and we actually have two mills in Puerto Rico. Um, we have a few mixed plants added into there uh, where we do custom mixes for people. So we, are, we, we try very hard to make sure everything is, is American-centric, U.S.-centric. Um, as far as the products that we bring into our mills, uh, we are trying at the fastest pace that we can to bring all of that product from this country. Um, as I told you, we've already developed a lot of relationships with growers here in Colorado. Uh, Out of Boulder County, we've got two growers there that are already developing products for us. Uh, I'm sure you guys are familiar with Andy at at, uh, Moxie Bread Company. Sure. Okay, so Andy's a good partner with us. He's very, very committed to ancient and heirloom, grows his own stuff or has somebody grow it Mm -hmm. for him. He mills his own stuff. He uses a little bit of supplemental product from us, and we do a lot of work in R&D and trying to help him continue to grow his product line. Yeah. So we're, we're doing all we can to stay in touch mm-hmm. with local community. And
2: support small businesses as
6: well. Absolutely. And that's a lot of what I'm trying to do now that I've gotten established with the company. And I know uh, what I can get away with and not yeah. get in trouble there on a day-to-day basis. Sure, I, I'm trying to get out and, and meet uh, meet Denver. Yeah, I want to know what's going on. And Rich yeah. has been an unbelievable resource for me. Uh, yeah, start
2: I, with Little Rich. That's what I always say.
6: You know, I don't think there's a person in 13 counties he doesn't know. You know, uh, he even knows the names of kids that aren't born yet. So anyway. He's the food and beverage mayor. <laughs> he, he, Yes, he is. He's this. Savant of tortillas, <laughs> and Absolutely. I am now the guru of grain. Talk <laughs> about a little. As, as I signed your board over here. <laughs> did you really? I did. Guru I love you.
2: Signed it. All right, stu- just a quick reset. Uh, Studio Kitchen, Colorado, live the Modern Eater show right now. Joel Thompson, Arden Mills, and uh, as far as Arden Mills go, you know I talk about. I use Alitas and Growers Organic as kind of the standard for local uh, business here. Arden Mills is a
3: partner with Roccalita's Tortillas, and for a good reason, right, Rich? Absolutely, and I'll tell you, for many years, I was very anti-Arden Mills, so let me preface it with that, and then riding around with them, seeing their milling, seeing their uh, walking the fields with Arden Mills and the farmers, seeing how the checks that Arden Mills writes to CSU to help uh, develop new varieties of wheat, and then the checks that they're writing to the farmers, the, a premium to grow that wheat for Arden Mills. They have the, you know what, they're a huge company, a huge company, but with the heart and soul of a startup. And that really starts with the CEO, Dan Dye. He's wow. awesome. So what they've done and what we have privy to here is very unique. It, you'd have to travel probably halfway across the country to get a, a baking lab that's even close to theirs. We should do a, a baking throwdown love in their to. lab. It's incredible.
2: What's funny here is, uh, and, and uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up, but we have uh, Mr. Gluten-Free over there and then Mr. Gluten. <laughs> well, in- I was
0: actually just going to chime in on that, Greg, <laughs> because the reality is, is some of the grains that they're working yes. on right now. See, one of the things is we mm-hmm. don't understand, the average person doesn't understand that why gluten has become an issue, even though it, it's question. I question it at every level. But if we say it's an issue, there part of it was a grain companies that was at fault because they wanted to make a a heartier grain so they didn't have splits and so they were making a, a higher gluten grain but one of the things that arden is doing right now that is so impressive in my mind is is the fact that they are looking at the heirloom grains that actually don't have the level of gluten in them. And so a lot of grains, what people don't know is there's a lot of good wheat grains out there that aren't as high in gluten right. as, as would hurt anybody. Well,
6: and me. a lot of these heirloom grains, all of the heirloom grains uh, that contain gluten, your body much more easily digests those glutens. Mm-hmm. They don't impact the digestive Hey, man, I'm system. all about gluten, so don't worry about me. <laughs> You're a stretchy guy. I'm okay, yes, I am. okay uh no it's yeah we we are making a lot of strides in that area yeah mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and what
0: joel's saying folks is very important because you know there's this big myth of of like how you know it, it, people i think get on this bandwagon of you know celiac and the reality is is Point people who oh 04 or something it, percent of the yeah. population but yeah you That's go out and we must fair. have all yeah. of them here in colorado um, we as,
2: want to have you back,
6: every city. Yeah,
2: we want to have you back on the show uh, many more times. We welcome you into the community. Well, I'm going to
6: officially throw down an invite for you guys to do your show from my innovation center downtown at 1875 Lawrence Street.
2: Done and done.
6: That's
0: exciting, folks.
2: Are we going to get some here food first, too? Yeah.
6: Could be. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. We work a lot with Domino's and Papa John's, so we might want to support them a little bit that night. But anyway.
2: (laughs) All right. Joel Thompson, Arden Mills. Thank you, Chef. I appreciate your time.
6: Pleasure. Thank you so much. There it is.
2: Uh, Thank Thank you, Joel. Thank you. Uh, Lorena Cantrovici is coming up next. Hey. I told you, man. I was just Whoa. messing around before. Uh, <laughs> Chef Lorena is on deck for In the Kitchen, and she's making up some empanadas right now, showing people how to do it. It's a pleasure having her here in studio. It is the Modern Eater Show, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, right here on iHeartRadio
1: listening to the
0: Modern Eater Show, the ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen, brought to you by Gluten-Free Things, a dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada.
7: Okay, live from Studio
2: Kitchen Colorado, live on Facebook right now to come check it out In the Kitchen right now, and uh, looking forward to this. Lorena can't have...
7: Come on, you
3: work...
2: Were... I know, I was working you very hard. You
7: were working. say it right. You King, have to.
2: Canteravici.
7: Mm, no, closer.
2: Canteravici. Kentela-
7: Cantarovici Cantarovici Gosh, I love Little it oh, I love, I, Once I get it Better Lorena, chef
2: It doesn't go away once Yeah, I get you, it. you don't
0: want a feisty Latin woman slapping you, Greg no. So yep, figure right. that name out Speak for yep. yourself that's, <laughs> why we, that's why we
2: made the table so big tonight so yeah. <laughs> Maria Empanadas And what a pleasure having you here We're actually, you know, not too We're kind of neighbors, but not really We invited you to come to the program. Jay got a hold of Victor, right? Yes. Victor set this up. You're coming here and you're showing. I mean, I saw the kids around here and they're looking at how to make it. And and people are really interested in in what's going on. They're going to get to eat some of this soon. But please, let's start at the beginning. What's an empanada?
7: What is an empanada? (laughs) Um, an empanada is a pastry that you can fill with different flavors, mm-hmm. you know um, in my case, Maria Empanada has the traditional Argentinian flavors mm. uh, meats like beef, steak, uh, chicken then we have a lot of vegetarian choices, uh, spinach mushrooms, uh, corn then we start going with the ham, uh, ham and cheese ham, tomatoes and basil and um, And then more sweets also. We have banana with Nutella. Who can resist to that one? No one. No one, no one. And (laughs) Persian Marsala wine. So we have uh, 14 different flavors uh, combining what is for lunch and dinner and sweets. And then we have another four different flavors for breakfast. Breakfast. An empanada (laughs) breakfast. (laughs) I need to tell you in Argentina, my family were asking me, what are you selling empanadas (laughs) at 7.30 a.m. in the morning? That doesn't happen. It's new, so we kind of created that.
3: I bet it works great. The grab-and-go part of it's got to
7: work. It is fantastic, actually. Everybody loves it, and we have we make it with uh, chorizo español, yeah. with sausage, with uh, ham, potatoes, and eggs. So it's it's very cool. Holy
2: cow! All right, where's where's the restaurant for those that don't
8: know?
7: For those that they don't know, uh, we have one on Broadway and Louisiana. Mm-hmm. We have another one in the DTC um, in Bellevue and I-25. And we have another one inside of the Stanley Marketplace in Stapleton.
1: And the,
3: there's more on the way. And there's one the more, more coming on on
7: oh, There's one right more you. in the this way. This awesome. wow, one month. Good for one month. you. Yeah. She's <laughs> not even showing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lorena, what got you into this?
7: What got me in this today? Well, uh, Maria Empanada was uh, born because uh, I miss a lot my country. So it was, it's, I think uh, it's a product of the nostalgia of missing my food, my country. Um, I didn't find empanadas in Denver, but you find them in Argentina everywhere. So um, I started creating myself the empanadas at home. It's, it's nothing that it was new for me. Uh, I was cooking since little, 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 with my mom, with my grandma, um, d- different type of food, of course. But empanadas is kind of my favorite because what you do when you close the empanadas, you can see right here the closure of the empanada is called repulgue. And that repulgue is kind of an art part, Right. So that part, all the family leave it to the kids because your the parents, they don't, they don't want to do that part. They, they prefer to be cutting or preparing more in the thing in the, in the kitchen. So they give you that part, and the kids will love it. So I grew up doing Repulgue all my life. And, uh, and yes, so then when Maria Empanada was born, I was feeling a little bit more close to home. And now having three locations means that to the people like it, so I'm so happy.
0: Lorena, let me ask you, Brian Freeman here, do you have different styles of empanada around Argentina? So from the southern... To the northern because i've had an empanada with ground beef and raisins yes mm-hmm. and so yes. i because raisins mm-hmm. something you didn't yes. say tonight but yes. i know the woman that made that was yes very much from argentina <laughs> and so uh
7: and that's what how my mom does it too yeah so basically by region you have different type of empanadas everyone fights with the other one so the cordobesas fight with the riojanas the tucumanas so we all fight and every of course Everyone say that Says they the are best.
1: the best. Exactly. <laughs> right yes. now, right but now. mine are the
7: best because mine are from Denver. <laughs> ah,
2: nice, nice. I like that. Chef Lorena Cantaravici, Was I close? Not even close. Aye. Gosh. I, I think aye, just aye, Lorena
3: aye. C. Let's give her like a rap
2: name she is, that we can uh, easily say. <laughs> Here's what I I mean. Uh, with a couple of minutes left, I always like to give people the opportunity for an elevator speech to say I have 30 seconds of here's why you should come in and enjoy some of our great food.
7: Well, you should come because it's something that is authentic, it's something that is different. It's something that is not only the the quality of the product but it's also the ambiance. You will see buena onda, what is good vibe between uh, all the the restaurants. You will feel it. And uh, as soon as you open the door, you will feel in South America. I love it. Yeah. So it is fantastic.
2: We met yeah. the city councilman, uh, Joel and Clark, yep. uh, there about, I don't know, a little while ago. But uh, you just go in, you want to stay, and you want to come back.
7: You want to stay.
2: Yeah. What are you going to do now?
7: I'm going to make empanadas. Let's do it. (laughs) Check it out
2: live on Facebook. We're also going to do a little interviewing on the side with you. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming in tonight. Thank you for having me. It's fantastic. All right, I'd try it again, but you say it.
7: A ver. Lorena Cantarovici. There
2: it is. All right, see you in the next hour right here on the Modern (laughs) Eater Show.
0: How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater.
3: What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good
0: stuff. <laughs> With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, indeedy,
2: Mr. Judy, I'm staring down the barrel of some empanadas right now. This is delicious as hour number two of The Modern Eater show continues uh maria empanadas wow. putting out the uh, delicious food for us today. say i have you, to have you one got it
0: over the break lorena
2: uh canterovici
0: <laughs> no gosh uh, uh, I, I go blank oh not an a it's a Cantero canterovici Vici. yeah we're getting there mm. we're getting there how delicious. does that empanada taste oh, there tastes good it's, do you have one so oh yes i'm i'm excited Well, and I've had these before. And so it was lovely to hear that the ones with raisins are actually empanadas.
2: Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Little Rich is running around. It's a packed house tonight in the uh, Studio Kitchen Colorado as people line up for an empanada and some delicious chili. Man, what a segue. Speaking of chili, here she is. Carolyn Joy Fontenot is joining us right now from uh, Joy Wine and Spirits. Welcome back to the show, Carolyn.
8: Thanks, Greg. Good to be here.
2: Good to see you. When was the last time we saw you at Thanksgiving?
8: Yeah, in a different place, and it's much different dynamic here. (laughs) Love it.
2: It's kind of like a Thanksgiving dinner, but, you know,
0: not family. A little raucous. (laughs) I, I almost like the Thanksgiving dinner without family. Sometimes it's good. I mean, you know, you don't have the drama, and what we have here tonight is magic. I'll tell you. Joy, wine,
2: and spirits. Been around. We were doing the math just a minute ago. How many years? Fifty-five.
8: Fifty-five years. We've been in business since 1963. Wow. I, had to, I had to think about that one.
2: Talk about hyper-local and family-owned. There it is, Carolyn Joy. Um, the address.
8: Uh, so we're at 1302 East 6th Avenue. That's right um, on Marion, about 13 blocks east of Broadway.
2: Probably precisely 13 blocks. Yes, precisely
8: 13 <laughs> blocks.
2: Uh, just east. That's right, and uh, Marion and Sixth Avenue will be uh, off the chain tomorrow with the eighth uh, annual. Is it chili cookoff?
8: Yeah, it's our eighth annual chili uh, cookoff.
2: Congratulations. Thank you. You're doing a lot of good things there. And last year, I attended. And I told you this year I am winning a ring toss.
8: I know. I'm a little nervous about that.
2: <laughs> no, you shouldn't be because. Uh, so Brian, you got to go tomorrow. And Jay, you went there with us last year. I, I think you won, didn't you,
1: Jay, with the I, ring I, toss?
0: I didn't win the ring toss. I won something else. I don't remember what it was. But I'll keep an eye on for you,
1: we uh, have, Carolyn, you know. We have
8: so much yeah. wine this year. We have so much everything. We yeah. have a ton of uh, entrants, a lot of restaurants, amateurs. And I don't want to say amateur. I'm going to say home chef because they make some really amazing chili.
2: I had my mom, ma- I commissioned my mother to make some chili tonight. I was hoping to maybe sneak some in.
8: I think she's smart because on occasion, some people don't let their beans cook enough, and that really impacts the votes uh-huh. because Ooh. they can be a little too crunchy.
1: Right. And
8: then people don't like the flavor is great, but the texture isn't what it should be. Yeah. And so I think she's playing it smart.
2: Speaking oh. of smart, it's the reason for the season and chili cookoff on a Sunday. you're thinking, gosh, I love chili, but Broncos are playing. Did you plan this out to where the Broncos would be off
8: on yeah, Sunday? Absolutely. Yeah. yep we plan we plan this around the Great American Beer Festival uh-huh. because we have so many brewers come and we can't have a conflict with their schedule. Uh-huh. And plus, we have a lot of patrons that like to go to the, the um, festival. And then if it's a Bronco game, either home or away, we're always competing with them, even if they're winning or losing. So we wanted to choose a week, an off week.
2: And the weather's in your favor.
8: We totally lucked out on the weather. I'm so happy we didn't do it last week because it is outside. Yep and it would be definitely nice in the cool weather but it's going to be a really glorious day tomorrow and so
2: there's a large parking lot adjacent to to Joy Wine & Spirits in the back there and it, it's so well put together but chili is really the reason but there's so much more than chili going on it's a family affair yep. you can bring the kids you can uh, uh, under 12 is free yep. and come on in it's taste, eat as much chili as your little heart desires. You get to vote for it.
8: We, we should probably have one of those contests, like if you can try every chili, you might get something, yeah. because there's so much. I can't imagine you being able to taste all of them.
0: Well, I have, have many
9: to Tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. you you do, do, How, yeah. how many <laughs> <Well>, entrants <so laughs> tomorrow are going to have? We
8: have 30 home chefs, uh, and then we have 20 restaurants. So that's wow. going to be about 50 chilies, and it's really fun, because people do all sorts of different things, and the restaurants that we have chili is not their forte Um, and so they really think creatively we talked about well maybe a restaurant could come in but I don't think anybody wants to divulge their secrets in (laughs) advance and they do think about this in advance sometimes they're brining their meat or marinating it or doing different things throughout the week in preparation for Sunday
0: yeah and and Greg's gonna be a
2: judge
8: yeah, we're really excited. Come hungry.
2: Well, come hungry, leave happy. I'm hoping to bring my crew so we can be one collective vote. Would you allow us to kind of commiserate? No. Wow. Well,
8: That's a to It's a lot of
2: chili to eat there. Uh, but come. You're encouraged to come. I don't know. Can we give away a couple of tickets to this thing? Maybe throw it sure. up on Facebook? Uh, yeah. That might be appropriate. We could
8: absolutely do that. We probably only have a couple to spare, honestly, I because... Think with it being a great day tomorrow and no Broncos and yep. we've gotten some really good exposure and people that have come always want to come back mm-hmm. and you know it is relatively limited space so
2: 38 State Distilling will be there Sean Smiley's making a batch of chili I heard from him tonight he's um, he's up in the mountains right now but his wife is home at a uh, bridal shower I think making chili with all of her girlfriends
1: Fun.
8: <laughs> so yeah. people
2: are getting together some notables of, of restaurants that will be there
8: well, the right across the street from us is Fruition. They'll be there. Kay. They've been there every year supporting us. Table 6 down the block, Lowdown Brewery, um, Chow Catering, Hearth and Dram, Cafe Brazil. They've been perennial winners. And Tony over there is so nice, and he does such an amazing job. Old Major, uh, Uno Mas and Chaos, that group, is bringing four different chilies to represent four restaurants. Istro Barbez, Balustrade Vineyards, they're very local. They won last year. Wow. And uh, ad hominem. Kentoravici
2: <laughs> What's up now? Come on, Lorena. Kentoravici
8: Lorena my- should probably be bringing a chili. <laughs> yeah, right? she and, should. And I having should a little been. empanada on the side.
0: Ooh. Well, I was just going to ask you, what, where, where did your love for chili to start this event, and then with crackers or without?
8: Ooh. Well, I think to taste the chili I leave the crackers, although there are some really good little... Um, sides like one year Jeff Osaka, he just ground up Frito Lay Fritos and it was such a great texture. Cheater. Everybody. Uh, is <laughs> It, it goes, is sort of because yeah. you put
0: onions and cheese and the Fritos in there. Yeah. yeah.
8: Yeah. So um, I probably don't do crackers, but I definitely do a lot of chips and uh, fruition made tamales one time, like all these tamales. Yeah. And then another year somebody made um, a chili sorbet that went on the side. Really? Yeah.
2: Interesting. Yeah, so you know, they,
8: they get super creative.
2: I'll have my mom in tow tomorrow at the Chili Cook-Off. Just her. to reset. Uh, Carolyn Joy Fondos here with us. Um, Joy, Wine, and Spirits. And tomorrow is the Chili Cook-Off. You're just in time for hearing about this. I don't know. You're pretty uh, full on this. Will people be able to come in at the door?
8: We will be selling tickets at the door. Buy them
2: now, though, right?
8: Yeah, it would be better to buy them now. How can uh, people buy them? So they can go online to joywineandspirits.com, or they can come into our shop at Sixth and Marion. Mm-hmm. Or we take uh, cash tomorrow. The, the price does go up tomorrow to $25, which is a total bargain. Yeah, what a steal. Yeah. Um,
0: Well, and i got to believe you're probably donating all that money or something, right? So
8: all the profits are going to benefit Hunger Free Colorado. So the way that this first started was a way of celebrating uh, the time that we had been supported by the community. And then we also wanted to choose a charity that was needs-based because we get asked for so many donations. And so we wanted to choose a charity where these people need to eat, they need shelter, they need heat.
10: Yeah.
8: You know, we love our dogs, we love the arts, we love schools, but a lot of us have a lot of we have shelter. So we wanted to choose a charity that these were really people in need and something local where the dollars that we do um, make make a difference because a lot of people have big budgets, and so um, we wanted to do something where you know what we do make. Counts.
2: Yeah, giving that's back awesome. to the community. Yeah. And that's something that you guys have been doing there. Uh, I can't believe it. It's already tomorrow. I really want to see you down there. Going to judge. I think Brian will go down there. Jay will be there for sure with me.
0: You Vermont. know what I remember about last year the most was yeah. a, a vegan chili that mm-hmm. I had, and it had some chocolate uh, to it, and I can't remember who it was. You know, Ooh, but that's what that I
2: remember is though. that my favorite chili was the vegan chili. And you get to vote. You get to drop a bean. Yeah, People's Choice Award, mm-hmm. which I think is coveted. Yep. And um, it's, it's just a great thing. I asked you to bring a local wine, and you came through. We Cook-
8: actually, yeah, we yeah. had have, have a lot of Colorado wines. I think you would be surprised at how many quality Colorado wines there are. And I'm actually always surprised by my staff, because I'm not the only person that buys wine there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I asked them, I, we were really busy today, I said, what, what can I bring tonight? And they said, well, try this, we just brought it in. And so this is the first time I've had it, and it's called Bugle. And it's actually Pinot Noir, which is really unusual. I was just
0: going to call that out. It's really nice of them. Yeah. I just tasted it, and i got to tell you. Yeah. It, it is a really nice Pinot. But the Pinot I mean, P- grapes aren't grown here, yes. are they? They
2: are? Yeah. yeah.
8: Yeah, they are grown in Grand Valley.
2: Unbelievable.
11: Uh, Their are
8: wineries, actually, and they live near Cortez, and uh-huh. they're talking about uh, building a tasting room in Crested View. Mm. It's small production, uh, from what I know, and um, the gentleman here, he used to work for Flowers in Sonoma, mm-hmm. and then he worked for Sutcliffe, and now he's working for himself. And so if you've ever had Flowers, that's a really high-end Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. And they're very, and he even alludes to this in the website, that it's very pretty wine. And so it says on this label, you are beautiful, because they want to produce beautiful wine. But I think what this is about, you can definitely kind of sense that earthiness in yeah, this wine, like the terroir. Uh-huh. And it's not overdone, Um and I, I'm pretty sure that this is not filtered, and I bet they don't do a lot of manipulation here. so you're really getting a reflection of what, you know, what Colorado has to offer. And a, I think it's really cool. It's a
0: really light finish.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: The earthy tones up front. I, 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 immediately, yeah. I was saying it was a, a Pinot right when I tasted it, but I thought that was strange because Colorado, yeah, is not known for that. And I'm excited because it sounds like. We're getting up in the world here. Love to see that
2: as we yeah. go on our road trips, those are the type of places we want to visit. Is this in stock?
8: This is in stock. You know, I was just thinking off the top of my head too, Jackrabbit Hill that we've carried yeah. for a long time, they have a Pinot Noir too, and they're totally bio I'm pretty sure they're biodynamic. Lance is sh-
0: biodynamic, yeah. yeah. Lance Hansen and yeah, his he, wife he, there. He,
8: it's so such a cool operation. Yeah. And that's also another really good Pinot Noir. But I don't know if there are other Pinos besides that, but I, I kind of feel like these two are really stand out for me. Um, well, and
0: Lance's program, I'll tell you, Jackrabbit Hill, yeah. has has grown so much. I, I knew this guy right in the beginning. I was one of his first people. We tried to do distribution from just my not, not licensed or anything when mm-hmm. I was a baby company. And um, we definitely got our hands slapped, but Lance was so much, like, he didn't know what he was doing. None of us, we were going to create a tasting room, and he was talking about how his wine was just fun. And I loved his Eau de yes. Um, Yes. That's where my heart went with his products. And um, I'm so glad, though, that Colorado is is really arrived, it sounds like.
8: Yeah, I mean, I think that one of the things that happens here is, you know, we have a really, uh, our climate has these really... Is very extreme and so we get a lot of early frost that might affect the buds. we get a lot of early frost in the fall then that affects the grapes and so we have this crazy weather especially now and so you know it can be really challenging i think to grow grapes here and they do a lot of things like spraying water to try to to mitigate that.
0: The freeze, that
2: first freeze, yep. You,
8: yeah. It's
2: like going into Palisade when we went into some of the apple orchards and they were trying their hands with grapes. Yes, as well. well,
0: our friend uh, at Black Bear, yeah. Brian, uh-huh. um, and he had that grape farm, right? He was growing grapes for a couple of yeah. vineyards. It's a tricky a
2: proposition, of- but vineyards. when you get it done, it, it comes out right. Carolyn Joy Fontenot, I love catching up with you all the time. I'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're going to be hanging out. Uh, you'll be running around like a mad woman.
8: Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, though. I probably won't sleep much tonight. Yes, it's you will. R- yeah. pay it's, pay. it's really a great affair, yeah. and we love having people come to it and see what you know these restaurants have to offer and supporting a local charity. Yeah. And then we also have distilleries and wineries. So, you know, there's something in Jumpy Castle. Yep. So you can go from the Jumpy Castle to the Deliable Brothers. Will they, will
2: they <laughs> let me in the Jumpy Castle? No. Mm. Because... If you say they
0: will,
8: I'm
1: going to
0: use your name <laughs> for to the
2: get in it. Isn't
0: there like a 48-inch uh, height limit
2: in uh. there? He is kind of
1: short. No, <laughs>
2: just joking. I love it. Joy, wine, and spirits. I say support you. I mean, truly. Uh, a family-owned and operated business. Been around for quite some time. Means so much to the community. Just stop in and see what you have to offer because it's a lot.
8: Yeah. Well, thank you so much yeah. for supporting you us.
2: Bet. Thank um, you so um, much.
8: We'll to you tomorrow. To this show. Come hungry. Carolyn yeah. Joy Fonk.
2: Look at, this, now. look at this cake coming up next. I know. Eminem uh, from Omni Interlock.
0: <laughs> wow. Look at that. Isn't that incredible? And Caroline, you like cake, right?
8: Especially chocolate cake.
0: <laughs>
8: that looks amazing. It would
0: go well with the wine.
2: We're going to have <laughs> some cake. Alright, we're gonna take a break, come back with Chef Nikki Old. She was a very big voice on this and, show. For uh, and a long Emma, time. and Emma and Emma Check, both yep, of them. Yeah. We're gonna do yeah. Them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming up next. Like to right hear like it. Studio Kitchen Colorado, this is the Modern Eater Show, live on Facebook and iHeartRadio. Yes, you are. This is a good one. What a fun night tonight at Studio Kitchen Colorado, home of the Modern Eater Network. And uh, I love this because um, as we feature Colorado, and Brian's looking at this beautiful cake Chef Emma Nemacek made, I want to do this because it's a proper reintroduction to the show. She's meant so much to us for so long, and I'm glad that we have a little reunion right now. Her name is Chef Nikki Olst. And Nicole, welcome back to hey, the Modern Eater Show. Good to
9: see everybody. <laughs> I know. This is know. great.
2: Epicurean group. Yes. Uh, you, you're busy this time of year, and we, we planned it. We were like, okay. The Broncos Thursday night. After that game, we know Nikki as you're the stadium chef for Epicurean in the yes, Suites. Correct. You're back at it.
9: I'm back at it as also the assistant manager, general manager there as well. So oh it's my been goodness! Busy, busy, and go, go, go since August. So a it's been great.
2: Couple of hats, huh? Just a few. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
9: know how to not have more than one job. So
2: she's she's I'll take it. she's always out there hustling, and she talk about a community leader. Chef Nikki also does so much for us around the community. Thank you. It's so good to see your face, and I think we caught up at the Broadmoor. Like I a know
9: how beautiful was that. We were at of weeks a ago. awards show mm-hmm. or benefit awards. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. Master Chef. Yeah, uh, you were. Yeah, I was there a little bit earlier for uh, our the owner, CRA.
1: The CRA dinner, dinner.
9: the awards yeah. dinner.
2: Yeah. What was the accolade that you Uh about?
9: Larry DiPasquale and his wife Jill. They won the Humanitarian of the Year award for all of their efforts, which is kind of amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Talk about community. They know how to they know how to do it right.
2: Speaking of awards, she's coming back from Seattle. Hey, no. A yes. lifetime achievement award. Hey, no. Chef Emma Nemichek. And at twenty one already? I, she's, know. You know, I, mean.
5: I wish I'm twenty one, but yeah. But thank you. For we, having us me again and yeah. Yeah. Chef Nicole. Oh, oh
0: Emma, as long as you make a cake like that.
5: Anytime. Oh, thank Any you. Time. Thank we, you very much.
1: we
2: have all lady chefs in the house tonight.
1: Yes. I, I saw and, that. And yes. that's kind
2: of the way. It's, and then my mom is a, a sous chef. No,
9: she was the executive chef today. I was her Sue, for sure. How we did were. she do? She was great. Very good. She told me what to do, how to chop the things. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know what? And I appreciate that.
0: She's drinking my wine. too. She's a good leader.
9: <laughs> well, that's what a good chef does.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, are. Pat definitely knows how to keep things in order. Yes, she so. does.
9: And I wouldn't mess she around. She made
5: yes. one, two, <laughs> and two.
0: As as you brought this cake over, <laughs> okay. I
2: said, um, did she, "Is this something Emma made here?" Yes. Is it Emma? Yes. And I said, as it, it's fully erect, he's, <laughs> <she> he's going
9: <laughs> Listen, on. She couldn't stop putting yeah, things on, yeah. on there until the it's, very end. So. It,
0: Bridget started gonna, this theme. I'm just going to uh, go, with it. Right Let's go with it. That. We're <laughs>
2: talking to a bunch of chefs. Got some we're in the it.
5: kitchen, so we're yeah. good. Emma, this is gorgeous. Thank you very much.
2: I mean, the stuff that you do is is fantastic. What are we looking at Thank here? You.
5: So we have two layers, and each layer is basically chocolate, decadent chocolate, and then layered with chocolate ganache. They're all pretty much homemade. Um, we just made it earlier today at work. And so we layered it. So chocolate cake, ganache, chocolate cake. And then the same thing layer on the second um, tier. What do you it? Second tier. And then I crumb coated it and then put more chocolate ganache. And on, on top, you see this caramel? It's actually salted, see, salted smoked um, caramel. How do
0: you dream these things up, Emma? Yeah. And she misses. There's candy pears, folks. There's, I, I mean, these chocolate little dips, French.
5: macaroni. Uh, yes, chocolate, macarons. strawberries. Yes. Uh, I mean, she's From Growers Organic. So uh, thank you so much for that. Of Lovely. And then some truffles and some purple sugar candies for crunch. And then we did white chocolate and sprayed it with cocoa butter, red cocoa butter. So you'll have the Halloween color sort of in it. Unbelievable. Purple, yeah. Fish. So as I look
2: yeah. at this fully erect cake with a lot of girth, Stop. It, what, what do you mean? Well, it, it, please, it, it is a very thank you, ladies. It's Slack a very hearty here. cake, it's right It's gonna here. be delicious. We'll go with that too. one. So, uh, how do you attempt to? How do you approach this
5: cake? So, if you want me to start right now, we can definitely remove the top tier, or we can just go ahead and start cutting it from the bottom, and then go from there.
0: Nikki do you miss our shenanigans.
5: I love it. Just a every little. day, <laughs> wow. Emma love is like the day.
1: triple
0: threat because here's the deal: is <laughs> most men vote with their stomach. That's just how it is. And so the way to any man's heart is through his stomach. But then we're a visual. We're a visual species. So not only does Emma have something. <laughs> we're a visual species? Is
2: that what you
5: said? Uh, yeah, no. All yeah. right. Okay. He said it. He's, I had
2: a gla- I He's
9: had a glass of
2: wine. Uh, yes. <laughs> Emma, we love you. Thank you so much You do so for having much having for us, the, the community, back. and our show. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Just, uh, it, it, to have you in our tribe means a, a ton and um as we continue on i want to have you step aside cut this cake we're going to get a lot of good facebook live video with that and then nikki stick around because you know the second half of this show we do a lot of beer and libations and talk about traveling and that kind of thing so you guys stick around
9: i know you have to go i'm going to copenhagen in two weeks and i'm going to Noma. I was just gonna
0: ask. I've been there in Christiania. Wait until you go into little Christiania. Is it amazing? Oh, it's incredible. Did you go for
9: the seafood or the veg?
0: Um, Well, actually, I went for a a separate (laughs) kind of thing. Well, it's one of the
9: best restaurants in the world, and it's a bucket list thing, and I cannot wait.
2: You wanna finish out the show with us? I can try. All right, let's do it. Okay, cool. Uh, Emma, we're gonna watch this on Facebook Live. Chef Nikki's gonna stick around. Uh, (laughs) Chef Nikki Olst. And uh, coming up next, this is cool because uh, Chris Meese, Chris, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) can't wait to hear from Chris Meese. High Altitude Hops is the name of his brand and uh, supplying so many great local breweries uh, with the main ingredient. One of the things that you need so much and uh, the things that he does and and just knows Colorado and believes in what we believe in as, as far as hyper local goes and supporting each other. Zach Christofferson, Chain Reaching Brewing Company. We've got some good people in the house tonight. As we continue, you should check it out on Facebook Live. We are at Studio Kitchen Colorado, live on iHeartRadio. This is the Modern Eater Show.
8: This is the Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
2: Colorado, this has been a good one tonight. What a full house. Got to thank Robbie Hahn as always for supporting us, Boulder Organic Ice Cream. Uh, Robbie is just, he, he's the godfather. He's the right? godfather of ha- hospitality. <laughs> we continue, Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, and Chef Nikki Ols. We're on the microphone right now, and we have to welcome our new guest. Uh, this is a cool one, High Altitude Hops. They're a local hops company. And as we welcome right now, Chris Meese and Elise Ra. Welcome, guys. Welcome, thank Welcome, you, thank you, thank you. Love having you guys here tonight. Yeah, you guys are just <laughs> fun. I mean, I did, we're gonna hang out. That's yeah. all there is to it. <laughs> we need you. And you guys like to RV around. You oh, know, yeah. You take the airstream out. Oh. Yes sir. Hello. Let's let's start the beginning, so just jealous. like in Alice in Wonderland. Right? Okay. I'm so right. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Think you like to go around in an RV?
9: I do. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I really do. I'm kind of jealous that you guys get to do that Wait all the time. Wait till you
2: hear these stories. Okay. And have you
0: been in an Airstream?
12: Uh, no. That's what it is, man. Will no, I- but I
9: have at, uh, rented a few times a camper van, which is pretty fun, but I want an Airstream. Or a tiny house is really what I want on wheels, but someday.
2: Uh, aside from that, a tiny house with a lot of them around that you yes. can cook for all yes, of them. So I, I know Yes, that's what yeah. I want. I, know I want a dream, compound Mickey. that
9: has tiny houses and event space. That's it. Someday. Soon.
2: It's gonna happen. Yeah. Cool. And then we'll be your guests.
9: Absolutely. Are you pa- kidding?
2: Paying guests. And we'll grow hops. <laughs> yes, we will. We will. <laughs> you guys, high altitude hops, talk about your brand for a minute. All right. Uh, you wanna go ahead and start? Elise?
1: Sure.
11: Yeah. We actually started growing food up in Denver um, four or five years ago as a restaurant called The Garden. And I was happy to start from the very beginning with Brian and Growers Organic. So oh, thank you. Thank you. I never had to order from the big guy makes me so happy Um, but a few years into that we uh, ended up growing hops actually we were right next to the Park Hill golf course and we were looking for a natural uh, barrier between the vegetable gardens and yeah, the golf had,
1: course.
2: Isn't there a garden right there next to park? There is. It, it used wrong? to be ours. That was yours?
1: Yeah, that was ours. yeah.
2: I was. I always drive drove past that and go. I want. To, it, that was seriously yours. Yeah. 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 Oh, guys, that was so cool.
11: It was amazing. We had a. We really we met amazing people. A few of them are here tonight, actually, that we know. Huh? Jenny's not paying attention. Yeah. She, there's, it's too much fun in here. I, seriously, it's amazing. But um, we grew hops, and next thing you know, the brewers were knocking on our doorstep asking if they could buy hops. And
12: so, essentially, what you know. we did was uh, we started as produce farmers. We grew produce in North Park Hill, and uh, we're like, like Elise said, we had to grow a crop in between the golf course and our, our lot due to, like, pesticides or besides fungicides. Everybody cares about their product. You don't want that on your product. You want to drink it in your beer. You don't want to eat it on your food. You don't want it on your vegetables. um, As a side note, we see a lot of that as we travel the state and see the organic
2: farmers next to the conventional farmers. And it's like, oh, your plane just flew... And so there's a lot to that, but you guys took heed and said, we're going to change this up somehow, some way.
12: So what we ended up doing was selling our restaurant and moving up to Larkspur. And uh, we live at 7,340 feet, so we're above smog level. That's a big deal, right? Uh, There's pollution everywhere. And um, so with our product, um, you know, like you – any, any kind of garden or anything that's in uh, Denver, you're going to get smog on it, uh, pollution. And, you know, a big seller for us for upsell for our product is that we're above smog level, and we don't get that pollution. Like our traffic is deer and turkey and elk and bear, you know.
0: Well, hey, talk about how a lot of people don't know how hops grow because they don't. It's not like a bush that just grows on the ground. Right. You got to do a lot to grow a hop. Yeah. Tell
12: us. So uh, what we end up doing is we'll come in, we'll till uh, with a four-foot tiller, dig down deep into the ground, mix everything in, bring in a bunch of nutrients like uh, you know cow manure and uh, horse manure and a bunch of organic things. We'll plant the rhizome four inches in the ground. And uh, we built a 16-foot trellis. And so the hops will grow up 16 feet tall. And summer solstice hits, and then they start growing wide. And uh, and then before you know it, we have this beautiful product right here. How great. Um, Yeah.
11: And then you invite every friend you know over to help harvest. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: exactly. When is harvest? Yeah. Um,
11: The Last week of August, first week of September.
2: We we call that a birthday party. That's right in uh, in the world, Uh, Uh, (laughs) but because it is Colorado, it does fluctuate a week, maybe or so. Well, and we're
11: higher altitude, so you know you can in Denver in lower altitudes, it might you might last a couple more weeks beyond that. But Mm -hmm. for us, it's a short season and. We need to get them off the vine. So we contact brewers like Chain Reaction yep. that's here tonight. Exactly.
12: Coming up next Yay. Yeah.
11: So they made fresh hop with our hops, um, along with a couple of other brewers here in Colorado. And um, so I think, actually, he's got some here Some fresh hop. Yeah, he
12: Thanks. does. This Amen. one right here, we already drank it. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> oh, Sorry. That means uh, it
9: was good. Yeah, it was delicious. It was yeah. lovely. Uh,
12: so we sell to a lot of breweries. And uh, our breweries, you know, they're supporting our farm intern, Levi, who's 11, pulls up on an ATV. And uh, so we raise our prices up a little bit. But they, they understand and we're a fresh hop farm. We don't store. We don't palletize the hop at all. So we do our pick. You know, it's a five to nine day window and we harvest everything. But we sell the Chain Reaction, Luntree Brewing Company, um, Colorado Farm Brewery. We sold the Gold Spot, Fiction Beer Company. You know, there's a ton of uh, local breweries that have bought from us and supported us along the way. Well, wait, get, uh,
0: hops just aren't for breweries anymore,
12: though. No, no. Uh, chefs, you know, like um, you can make tinctures, you know, you can make, um, um, you can eat the, uh, the hop rhizome. Exactly. Nikki, mean, you tell yeah. us.
1: <laughs> well, you hop can bake shoots. with
9: them too, right? Yeah, like yeah. You can yeah. do some really fun stuff. Fermentum, I would like to do that. Mm-hmm.
11: So. Brian, if you ever know any restaurants looking for hop shoots, please give us a call. Because there's some rhizomes that, like, they grow beautiful hop shoots and they're like bean sprouts.
1: Ooh, okay. And they're, oh, they're a real good. delicacy in Europe that you. doesn't yeah. exist
11: here yet. Yep. So if you want to come down to the farm and check out some hop shoots with us, that I, be I will
2: take you up on so that. So l- let me just give a little indicator, and I, I like to reset this as we're talking to high-altitude hops and Chris and Elise. Hyperlocal really begins uh, with the earth. And as you look at the earth and you look at the hops that they're growing, and then a local brewing company grabs their hops and they're supporting the farm, And then at that point in time, the brewing company goes into a local restaurant, and the local restaurant has this story to go all the way down the chain, and then all the way back around in this circle of local community of supporting each other because we know that these products are things that we come back into the ground with compost as well. And you make this full circle from coming from the ground into the consumer, into all of the products that are made, and then back into the ground that you guys really started and complete the Hyperlocal Circle, which I so truly appreciate. Thank you. thank You You, you guys are really, really cool. Yeah. Here's what I want to do. Um, Elise, we're going to uh, switch gears right here, and we're going to talk to Zach Christofferson. Chris, I want you to stick around cool. with Zach, and cool. we're going to take a break, and Zach's going to come right up here. Zach's one of these guys to where He's he's just one of these individuals that uh, is—he's a pro at what he does, and he's able to make some delicious beer with Chain Reaction. I think it's kind of our local neighborhood brewing company. So I want to take a quick break. Come back with Chef Nikki. You love beer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I do. Yeah, libations. That was a total trick question. Uh, I do (laughs) like
2: beer. I love beer. Brian loves beer, but. What do you think about that hyper-local that I just I talked I love that about? even
9: more. You know me. I raise chickens, and I feed them local veg, and I grow my own. And, uh-huh. But, I mean, how great that you're literally in Larkspur, which is beautiful, that they grow it right here. It's awesome. This
2: is what it's all about. And as we sit here at Studio Kitchen Colorado, and I look around at these faces, uh, networking is so big. When you network and you sit down, I mean, there's a chance that it's like um, – for you to be able to recommend to Carolyn Joy who owns Joy Wine and Spirits on 6th Avenue is having a chili cook-off tomorrow and you say hey why don't you take a look at this beer she may or may not already be using it but for her to be armed with that knowledge that they're using your hops That it's a local environment type of thing. Restaurant tours here as well. There's so many people. And Zach, as he sits down, let's take a break. Let's come back. Let's talk about some beer. Let's taste some of this delicious Chain Reaction Brewing Company beer. I love this Hatch Chili beer. Cheers. Cheers. cheers, Yeah, that's a really good one. All right, we'll we'll do the booze and the news. All the booze news you can use. That's coming up next right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Tell you about Jeff Rork and A+ Beverage Solutions. Jeff Rork A+ Beverage Solutions—he's the man that's making it all flow. He's creating tap systems for this community that are bar none. Jeff Rork and A+ Beverage Solutions—talk about family-owned and operated. 20 years in the business, with him and his wife Kristen, they're making delicious craft beer, taste like the brewer intended it to taste, and pour. Inefficient beer, you're doing such a disservice to your business if you just don't make a call to Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. If you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing? You're pouring, pouring your, your money down,
0: down the drain. drain.
2: Please don't pour your money down the drain. <laughs> Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He's the man with the plan, and he's going to make your dreams come reality. Bruce beers, Resolute Brewing Company, Old Chicago Tap 14, Punch Bowl Social, the list goes on. Talk about foam is money. You don't want that. You want an A-plus report card. Get a hold of him. 720-272-3809. Write it down. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. All right, let's do Booze in the News right now. Booze in the News, all the Booze news you can use, and I can't think of a better one. As we continue, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Chef Nikki Oles, the whole crew is here right now. And uh, keeping him here right now is Chris Meese, High Altitude Hops, because he's a supplier for this young man. His name is Zach Christofferson. He's a friend of the show, Chain Reaction Brewing Company. We love you so much, Zach. Welcome back to the show.
10: It's always beautiful to be here. Right? <laughs> this is a really cool deal.
2: It's yeah. beautiful to be anywhere, man, but here here. we'll take right now. Yeah. Uh, Chain Reaction Brewing Company, first give out the address.
10: 902 South Pan Street, right here in Denver.
2: The heart. Right here in the heart, man.
10: Right here, real close to
2: you. Chain Reaction Brewing coming. You make delicious beer, man. You laid a few of them out here right now. Yep. First of all, let's talk about this uh, relationship, high-altitude hops. This is your hop guy.
10: This is the hop guy, man. I mean, uh, Chris and I hooked up, and it's just been brotherly love ever since. It's, uh,
1: <laughs>
10: it's a different thing, man. You know Chris... And this is a guy that loves the business, the, and that's what this whole community is about. That's why you do this whole thing is it, it's because we love this business. It's not all about money. It's not all about uh, what what whatever we else we could make it. Be. It's about it's, supporting each other. It's about supporting each other and making the best community that we could. Back when, back in the, when the world was so simple the best things about the world were your neighbor and the things that your neighbor did and how you worked with your neighbor now chris and i are a couple of miles apart but his hops make my beer better and my beer makes his hops better yeah we work together to make a great thing and then the modern eater brings us all together and it's a Chain reaction, if I may say the word.
2: Yes, you may. <laughs> <laughs> well, very well done. That's a my good friend. plug. That was yeah. perfect, man. Brian, Nikki, um, that was great. guys, Chris, as as we look at what we're talking about here, Nikki, when you drink the beer, here, have a little sip.
0: Have a little sip of this delicious
2: beer.
10: No, I think uh, I'm not sure which one you got there. I that think might that might be my, the, Is that the hatch? That might is that be
7: the, the s- spicy one.
0: Yeah, the. Is it uh, the spicy it's one? It's not. The hatch isn't dark. The hatch is a lighter one.
10: I I, try this I think right you up. might have the uh, the, have the double, double the double or the uh, Edinburgh Scotch ale, and then I think
9: no, they're both so good.
2: They're both very delicious. Point I was going to make is that I as I drink your delicious beer as it stands on its own, right? To know the stories, to to, to know that you're doing business with Chris. And this is smog-free hops beer. It is. It is, And you're brewing in the
9: center of the city. Like, how wonderful.
2: That it tastes that much more oh delicious gosh, to delicious. me because of the stories, because of the yeah. mindfulness, because you're not cutting corners, because you do believe in this community. And that makes a product that much better.
10: Well, and it is. And there's, uh, you know, we could do a whole show on some of the different ideas, I, I think, of where this industry could go. Mm-hmm. I I think that we have to talk with guys like Brian and we have to realize what is gonna be our beer thing. What what is gonna be local? How do we localize beer rather than this weird why are we tapping pumpkin beers in July and August when pumpkins aren't even ready until October? I I think I really would love to have that talk with you guys another time but it's great to work with local people local farms and just make good product
12: yeah you know like zach hits on it pretty good for us Uh, you know down at the farm for us for high altitude jobs we build we really believe in building community and like our community is bringing in you know people that we can source from locally and free and uh, build uh, relationships with them so we get Um, You know, cow manure from Alice J. Ranch. And uh, we get horse manure from a bunch of our local, you know, neighbors that are around us in Alpacapoo. We get free mulch. We get, you know, uh, spent grains whenever we need it, through Zach if we need it. And, uh, you know, it's putting back into the earth. You talk about putting back into the earth. That's what it's about. You know, like, there's a a lot of people that rape in the earth. You know, yeah, that seems a yeah. little, little fierce and violent, but it's true. You like go in there and you, you know, dig out a foundation for a home. Well, you don't put anything back. You just put a bunch of concrete and sticks there, and you got a home. But you're not really put back into the ground, or you know, like people with chickens. It's a lot of labor, you know, uh, and you don't, you don't necessarily get that labor back. It's just a passion. And when you develop a passion for something, then it's, it becomes viral I and mean, like we're here with you guys tonight we got invited and i really appreciate you being appreciate being on your show modern eater it's pretty rad i mean you guys are doing the same thing that we talk with our friends about all the time yeah, so, yeah.
0: well then you're growing organically you're not just not certified but you are growing it organically yeah. out there right
12: yep. i'm gonna say we're an organic method um if we if we say that we're organic you know then we're gonna have to pay yeah there's trouble yeah you know five yeah. grand fine blah 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 but um uh, you know, like for our hops, uh, when we plant our rhizomes in the ground, we put mycorrhizal in there. and It's like your forest floor. Uh, you scrape away the dirt, and get the white fungi. It's really good for your hops. And then uh, March comes along, and they're starting to pop out of the ground, so you want to give them liquid molasses. It's a lot of sugar, so they're going to really push hard, you know. And then uh, in uh, April, May, or May, April, April, May, June, you're pushing uh, fish emulsions. And after the summer solstice, then you uh, do age-old bloom, you know, so you get a big product, really a lot of oil, and it smells really good. Uh, these, unfortunately, have been sitting in the bag uh, for six months. They were going to go into my, one of my brews. I don't mind sharing that product with you, but that's not exactly what we have. You know, we have like beautiful green hops and... Uh, Chris, why don't you uh,
10: real quick just have them roll those hops up in their hands.
12: Right, right, yeah.
10: Just so, so Chris, just
12: take the hops like this and just oh, that's smash good, them up. That, aromatic, that's yeah, good, yeah, yeah.
10: Smell them out. That way you guys can really get yeah, it. I mean, I love drop it. that wow. thing in. Yeah, that's good. That's crazy, God, isn't it? Smells, it smells so, so good? good. Yeah, you know that's better than and any perfume too. On the
0: well, it it actually smells much better than a double <laughs> IPA in my opinion, but. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh. It's, fantastic
2: yeah. Zach Christopherpherson uh, I love you man. <laughs> I mean, I love being it here, man
10: it's a it's about the community yeah. and it's about what you guys are building and it's my pleasure to bring somebody new into this community
2: thank you so much yeah. appreciate you Chris Meese thank, thank you, you. Sir. high really altitude hops it. how much time do we have back there Jared Twenty seconds. Have to say sh- thank you, Chef Nikki Oles.
9: It was great to be back, you guys. Thanks so much. Good to have
2: yeah, It was really nice meeting you, Nikki. We'll get her back as early and often as we Definitely possibly can. A Chef N- I chicken check. Manure for you. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> and Maria you. Panadas, thank you so much. All right, we're gonna take off. We'll see you back here next week from Studio Kitchen, Colorado on iHeartRadio.